on this solo cast episode, we are going to get into a lot of the bottom-up somatic understandings and also the top-down psyche-oriented choice understandings. And that'll make more sense here as we go. But something that I continue to see um, within you know, these spaces of people craving um, this somatic intelligence or this reconnection of the mind to the body, the mind to the emotions, is that there comes a time where you have done the work, you have reconnected to your body, you've started to occupy your body, You've started to occupy your emotions. You've started to feel connected to your emotions. You have started to be able to put words to your emotions and develop this somatic literacy of being able to speak and express what you are feeling, what you are sensing. And you are also able to see how that affects your mindset, how that's affecting your mind. And then at some point, you have to start taking a top-down approach as well. See, the way, the reason why somatic-oriented modalities are growing at a rapid pace is because we've been so top-down oriented. We have been coming at life from a mind place. We have analyzed everything. And so I'm starting to see this people in, you know, our trainings in, uh, in, in our, our membership where we are developing this somatic intelligence, this somatic awareness. And then at some point you have to start adding in the top down approach as well. And so let's just get into it. So let's break down and define bottom up versus top down. So I approach the body, I approach coaching, I approach when I'm working with a person, I'm working from a bottom-up perspective because if you've listened to a lot of my other podcasts, we are bottom-up oriented beings. We are physical animals first. We feel sensation. Our, Our instincts or our nervous system operates off of instinctual responses And then we feel emotions and those move through us and are so powerful. And then those things are the things that are curating and, and, uh, and affecting our story that's playing in our mind. And so having the awareness of bottom up, the bottom up work is what you see on our social media it is the release of emotions it is sexy it is powerful it is cathartic it is getting back into the body it is reconnecting the mind back to the body and occupying the body and so doing somatic breath work doing this release work this trauma release work um, reconnecting to your emotions reconnecting to your nervous system, reconnecting to your breath, those are all bottom-up centered approaches. 
And those are so important first because we've swung the pendulum from being such a mind-dominated culture back to being an emotional, body-centered human first and reconnecting to the intelligence of our body. And what I see, especially in, in these containers of holding space for people, people processing, is that this somatic approach is very much of the loving, nurturing mother, which most people need. And if you are familiar and you have studied, you know, working with your inner child, a lot of this is holding and nurturing that inner child. Um, and what energy <laughs> holds that inner child It is this mothering, loving, loving, nurturing, um, caretaking, empathetic witness. And that's the thing we're lacking the most in our culture. And so that is usually the first place that I go to when I'm working with people is that bottom-up approach, is that loving, nurturing energy, is that empathetic witness to be able to help people process those early traumatic childhood wounds. Most of our trauma responses um, were developed at an early age, and most of them are very normal responses to abnormal environments where our parents did the best that they could, but they didn't understand how to actually raise a child um, in a healthy, loving, nourishing way. And beyond that, the societal conditioning that they had to go through um, didn't really allow them to take care of their children in a way. It really takes a village to raise a child. And so a lot of it is um, societal as well. But when you are working with a person, the first thing I do is work with the soma, work with the body, work, get people back into their body, whether it's physical exercise, whether it's awareness practices, whether it's, it's, uh, it's emotional release, because that's a lot of the stuff that's in the way of your mind. And so I'll just take you through one of the somatic awareness practices that I love the most, and this is bottom-up awareness, where just noticing physical sensations in your body, such as I'm feeling pain in my lower back. I've been traveling a lot for the holidays, but I'm noticing pain in my lower back. After that, is there an emotion present? Is there a felt sensation that's, that's deeper than that pain in my back? And I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling um, a little irritable from that pain. And I'm also, let's see, I'm feeling a little bit sad. And then from there, so I've done the sensation, I've done the emotion. From there, how is that affecting the story that's playing in my mind? Right now, I feel like I need a vacation. <laughs> I feel like I, in the past month, you know, I've been learning a lot of finances and taxes and all of these things that are so important to learn when running a business but are not my orientation as a practitioner that works with other humans. Um, so I feel like the story that's running in my head is I can all, 
if I can just get to the end of the year or if I can just get to next week, I'll have enough time or if I can just get to the next thing, right? Then I'll have space. Then I'll be able to get back to creativity. And so, or if I can just take a vacation, <laughs> if I could just go and give myself a week for a nervous system reset, then I'll be okay. And so I'm seeing how those physical sensations in my body are affecting my emotions and are also affecting the story that's playing in my head. And so if you can develop that somatic awareness practice and then being able to put it into words, that is cultivating somatic literacy. That is being able to put words to a felt sense. And so many of us have a hard time being able to vocalize what we're actually feeling, especially when it comes to telling our, our loved ones or our partner or our family. We have a hard time even putting words to our felt sensations or our emotions. Or, and, and beyond that, having awareness of how that's affecting the story that's playing in my head. And so if you can develop that somatic awareness practice and then being able to put that into words develops somatic literacy, then you are actually able to relate with another human because you're able to speak your authentic truth to another person and they will feel it when it feels like truth for you and you can tap into that truth they will feel it as truth as well after that you also have to be working on yourself top down now the top down practices are not as sexy they're not as um, gratifying in the moment for me if if I were to boil down a top-down understanding or a top-down practice, it's actually the ability to choose. It's your mind. It's being able to make clear decisions. And there comes a time where you just have to make choices. You just have to trust that you are deeply connected to your body and your emotions and your heart and your soul. And then... You use the mind to make the decision, to trust, to take relentless action from that aligned place. And if you continue to choose and make choices because mistakes, scarcity, poverty, love indecisions, love indecision. See, Making a choice when something happens or if you are prompted with a choice, it's the same thing, it's the same process that your nervous system runs off of. You can fight, meaning move towards something. You can flight, you can move away. You can say no. Or you can freeze and stay in, in your place. And the same thing comes with making a decision is you can say yes to something, you can move towards it, you can take action on it. You can say no, and you can maybe back up, or you can freeze where you're at. You can be indecisive. And a lot of the times, if you are indecisive, you have to be okay with life choosing for you. 
And that comes with a tremendous amount of consequences. And that's okay. There's a lot of decisions in my life where I am aware of them. And I'm like, I'm okay with life deciding for me. But then when life decides for you, you have to be okay with what it decides for you. You can say yes, you can move towards something, you can say no, and you can move away from something. And so these top-down practices or top-down awareness is awareness to daily choices, awareness to daily patterns. And there's a reason why we get what's called decision fatigue because we only have so much mental capacity we only have so much mental energy. That we only have so much juju that we can use towards things. And so we have to be able to make decisions quickly via a, a, a somatic aligned place. Awareness to your daily choices, your daily patterns. And once you're in that alignment place, once you're connected to your emotions, once you're connected to your body, and that's never going to be a static thing. You're, you're never going to be continuously connected within your body. I'm never fully <laughs> connected all the time. It's always a practice of that. And that's why developing that somatic awareness takes, maybe it takes setting uh, an alarm on your phone and doing it three times a day before you start to develop that continual practice of checking in with yourself. But then at some point, you're aligned, you're connected. Now you have to take action. Now you have to move. Now you have clarity of vision. Now you see how your physical body, the state of your antenna, uh, your felt sensations are affecting your story, are affecting the mindset that you are moving forward into the world with and now you can take action from that place because your life is never going to change if you never take action you have to move forward and one of the biggest challenges that i struggle with is actually just making the decision even though i may think i'm going to be wrong or i'm going to make a mistake if you make the decision and you make a mistake, you're actually able to learn quicker instead of putting it off because you're going to make mistakes. But is but the time in between making the decision and making the mistake and then learning from the mistake, if I've made 10 decisions and I've made mistakes and I've learned from those mistakes, by the time that one person has just been indecisive, well, I'm already 10 steps ahead. Because I know what doesn't work. And so making decisions, once you feel like you're in that alignment, aligned place and just taking relentless action, that allowed me to create somatic breath work, which is now we have, you know, 650 practitioners worldwide. And I was just a practitioner working with people one-on-one. -on -one. I was a teacher and I love teaching as well. But just taking action. You know, a lot of people might have heard this, but there was a woman who asked me, um, I was working with her in a one-on-one -on -one capacity. 
um, she asked me, when are you going to teach what you do? And that light bulb clicked on in my head. And there was a moment where I was like, do I do this or, or do I take the leap? And I didn't even think twice. I just went and I took two months and I created a protocol and I texted everybody in my phone that I thought would want to learn this. <laughs> and I had six people, actually five people, and then my girlfriend at the time um, who, <laughs> who came to my little apartment and wanted to learn somatic breath work at that time. And I just took step by step. And now we have a full-on team. We have a full global uh, practitioner community with people all over the world, almost on every continent, with uh, doing this in a multitude of different languages. And it's so cool. I guess the reason why I'm doing this podcast is I see where if you spend too much time stuck in the emotions, in the somatic place as well too, then you'll never create change. You have to also incorporate the top-down stuff as well. It's almost like somatic breath work meets Tony Robbins. <laughs> A lot of the times the Tony Robbins energy doesn't work because people need to be nourished and need to be held and need to be reconnected to themselves and their emotions first because they don't know who they are. They don't know what they feel. They're not occupying themselves. They're not deeply connected to their spirit. They don't have a spiritual vision for their life. And there's emotional wounding and trauma that's in the way. But once you start working on that, and at the same time, that's never going to be fully healed. That's the thing. You have to take the pressure off of yourself because... As long as you are doing that work, that's all that matters. And then from that place, okay, let's fucking go. Let's go all in. Let's take action. Let's make clear, direct choices in our life. Let's dial in our daily patterns. The combination of that truly makes for a holistic understanding truly makes for uh, you are combining the duality of life and you'll never be able to escape both sides. And that's one thing that I've learned more than anything is to make something truly holistic, you have to pay attention to both sides. You can bypass the body, but eventually, eventually you'll have to pay attention to it. You can bypass the mind and the mindset work, but eventually you will have to pay attention to it. And so... The combination of both is where, where we get to unlock our human potential. And so I hope this, um, this podcast landed for you guys. As always, I am so thankful for you guys joining along in this mission. I love you guys so much. If you can leave me a five-star review on this, uh, on this iTunes or Spotify, it would mean so much. If you can share this with your family, your friends,